This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi everyone, this is Anne-Marie Cross with another fantastic show and fantastic guest joining me today, Keith Keller. And we're talking about building visibility and credibility for speakers and presenters using Twitter. Now, getting known as a specialist by your ideal client and trying to secure opportunities to speak can be hard work, especially if you're in a crowded marketplace. Now, Keith is a Twitter guru and he's going to show you how you can build your visibility and credibility with Twitter so you can get more clients, attract joint venture partners and speaking opportunities. And on today's show, Keith will share why it's important to be seen as a resource and not a salesperson. The one thing that you must have in place to inspire potential clients and joint venture partners to follow you. The one thing that you can add to your profile that has been proved to get you more followers and retweets. The 80-20 rule and why this is key. And lastly, what the essential the real essential essence of Twitter really is. So a jam-packed show yet again. Welcome to the show, Keith. What a great intro. That is just a superb intro. <laughs> I'm going to play this this podcast every day forever. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Look, you, you are the Twitter guru. You know, I turn on Hootsuite and there you are tweeting and uh, networking and really building a great community with this incredible tool, Twitter. So it's great to have you on the show. Let's talk about why it's important to be seen as a resource and not a salesperson, because I know that many ambitious entrepreneurs and, and speakers and presenters are getting this wrong. Yeah, I think, look, this is actually really the essence of what I want to talk about today. And I know it's counterintuitive to a lot of people and I, I really uh, encourage you to persevere with this idea, even if you have to let it sit. Be a resource, not a salesperson. You know, Twitter is is a hub. It's a, it's a place to share information. It's not a place to sell. Now, this is very difficult for some people to get, and I know it sounds almost like heresy. Mm. But the point is that, you know, if you come across as a spammer, hey, buy my stuff. I've just written a book. Buy my, buy my uh, CD. I, I've got, I'm speaking tomorrow. Please come. Here's the tickets. You know, if you, if you come across as a spammer, people are going to unfollow you so quickly, and they're just not going to respect you. Whereas if you really get into the habit, and it's a difficult habit to, to get into, if you get into the habit of sharing for others with that deep-seated trust that we're all in this together and that we're all out to help each other succeed, then you will find that miracles occur. You know, I've got, I'll tell you a story that relates directly to this. I have 30,000 followers, which is a cool number. 
you know, 30,000 followers. But on one particular day, a couple of my mates, you know, my, my, power, my power pals, got together and retweeted something I was doing and three million people saw it. Wow. Three million. That's 100 times more powerful than I could have done on my own. I did them a whole heap of favours in the weeks leading up to this this really special event that I was doing, and then they pulled their resources and they did me the favour back. Mm-hmm. Three million people saw my tweets one day compared to what I was capable of doing on my own 30,000. So this idea of the, the win-win idea, I'll share for you, you share for me, and we'll work on this together, is the essence of social media in general, but Twitter in particular, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So in other words, but by sharing, being that resource and, and really building the community and relationships first, when you wanted then some support, people are, wanted to step in because you are doing that for them as well and, and not just saying, hey, buy my, you know, my Twitter products and here's my videos and here's my book. So you really did have a strategy where being a resource and sharing was key to what you were doing on Twitter. It's, look, it's the essence. I know it's counterintuitive some to, to some people's business models, and I apologise for that because it is challenging. But I really want you to at least try it. Miracles will occur. Mm. I mean, I promise you. I mean, what are your thoughts on this, Emery? Oh, I think I'd agree because I was just imagining myself walking into a room and if someone just starts talking to me about their products, so buy this and I've just launched this program and, and have you bought, bought this book yet? I'm likely just to switch off and say, who on earth is this person? And it's similar, similar with Twitter, I'd imagine, that if all yeah. you are doing is promoting, promoting and advertising your products and services, no one's going to be listening because it's like a non stop advertisement isn't it that's right yeah Yeah. it's it's very very it's very very tedious yes so what's this one thing that we have to have in place to inspire potential clients and even Mm. joint venture partners to follow us yeah okay this is so important so many people either don't do it at all or get it really really wrong a bio a strong bio with a link so you've got about 10 to 15 words to say something powerful so that when the person clicks on your Twitter page for the first time, they don't just hear this generic comment, oh, I like pizza, Google me. Or I can't be bothered writing a, gra- uh, writing a bio, you know, mm-hmm. none of your business. And I've seen all variations. So uh, just to let you know what I write, just to give you an example, Global Twitter Marketing Specialist in capital letters, very clear, that's what I do. And then my mission statement is, you are already awesome. My job is to make you world famous. That's my mantra, my reason for being. So if mm-hmm. you come to my page and you go, well, I, I'm, I do want to become world famous or I need to know a bit more about this, then you'll follow me. If you come to my page and say, well, I have no desire to be world famous. I'm just a soldier ant who works for the man. I don't need this guy. So you won't follow me. So in a way, what you're doing is you're niching. You're saying, actually, I really dig this person and I'm going to follow him now. Or, no, I don't get that and there's no point in me following. You want, you want to attract people that get you, that need you, that want you. There's this great quote that I use all the time now. Go where you are appreciated not tolerated. Mm, I love that. No, you don't want to hang out with people that think in black and white. You want to hang out with the shakers and the movers because shakers and movers help each other up. Yeah, we're all helping each other up. I can't do everything. I'm pretty good at Twitter, but I know nothing about Google Plus or Pinterest. 
I've got friends that do that for me. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I love help each other out. Yeah, I love the way that you've you've um, re-emphasised the importance of having a bio because, as uh, you know, my my podcast, I'm look always on the lookout for great guests, and I'll be following someone on Twitter, and they'll tweet something. I think, gee, that's interesting. Let me just have a look a little bit further into their bio and more information about them. So I open up the bio section there's nothing there and there's no link now I don't have time to research to find out more information so that's a lost opportunity for them to come on the show because they don't have an up-to-date bio or link look I think that in itself is a great lesson you know you don't have time let's assume that everyone wants to help and everyone will think you're awesome when they find you but you have to help them out Mm. now if there's no link there or the link doesn't work, or the bio just says I love pizzas and running and doesn't tell you that, you know, you're the world's best actor or author or that you've written a book or that you love such and such. People have no idea what you're on about. And we don't have time to dig. It's not laziness, it's just sheer busyness. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, how you defined your bio was just so on brand because that's who you are and what you do. So with a bio, as you mentioned there, you know, I love fish and chips and go run, running on the beach. That really doesn't promote who you are and, and, and the value you offer. Unless, of course, it's a personal account and, and you know, you don't necessarily need it to, to continue to promoting you, which is a whole other topic and probably the show's no of no use to you but it really does need to speak your brand and position you out in the marketplace and how you want to become known yes absolutely and it's so important it really is that one thing isn't it yeah absolutely so it may be uh, for speakers and presenters might be a topic that you specifically speak about it might be your niche whatever it is it really does need to be in your bio because i believe that when people also do searches your bio is a searchable um yeah. facet element yeah. yeah of your twitter account yeah twitter is pretty um indexable now you know it's a it's amazing the sorts of things that pop up on various lists and, and various uh ancillary things so yeah the, the better you, the better you can get at this the more chance you've got of being found and being booked yeah absolutely and that's key isn't it now we all want to get more followers and uh, retweets and things like that once we're on twitter so what is this one thing that we need to add to our profile that has proven uh, benefits okay so this really has three parts you can do it three ways you can do nothing i'm talking about a graphic i'm talking about the graphic inside the bio that you've got the opportunity to add a photo you can do nothing and leave the egg there the egg on Twitter is the equivalent of the blank blue face on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you will have virtually no chance of getting f- people refollowing you once you've followed them. And so, in fact, some people go out of their way to unfollow people who haven't gotten to the trouble of actually uh, putting in the graphic. Because, you know, we're all busy and we sometimes go through our accounts and we have to clean them up. We want to get rid of the junk because I personally want to hang out with awesome people who are ready to go. Yes. I don't, I don't want to hang out with ditherers and people that think that Twitter's a waste of time. If you think that Twitter's a waste of time, don't follow me because I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to you if you think, you know, Twitter is the gun and I need to know more. Mm. So I go through my Twitter account and I find the people that are humming and I chat to them. I mean, I spend time talking to them. Yes. Saying hello, helping them out, promoting their book. Maybe they're, they're coming to Australia and, I'm, and they're doing a, a tour in Melbourne. I go and see them, help them promote their event. Yes. Because 
you know, this is the way to really build solid friendships rather than this innocuous number of large amounts of followers that are doing nothing. Mm. And as a speaker and a presenter, of course, if you don't have a professional photograph of yourself or of something that really continues to promote your brand, why would anyone want to learn more about you? It really is that, that personal touch. And if, you're, uh, if, if, if an event coordinator is searching on Twitter for a potential guest spe- speaker, they're not going to hire someone that has no picture there and they're just staring at this, this egg. Yeah. So the other two ways to do is to put a company logo, which is not as effective, but I know some people are worried about the privacy thing. So you play this game how you feel comfortable. I love my photo. You know, it was done professionally and I put it there and that's what I look like. Good, the bad and the ugly, that's who I am. And, you know, people like to do business with people that they like. Yeah. A photo is the best way to build trust. Exactly. That's who I am. That's the real me. And, you know, if you, that, that will build trust. If I put my company graphic, that would be okay too. Yeah. But it wouldn't be as powerful as my own photo. You mentioned so, something interesting there, Keith, about some people being uh, hesitant to put their photo up for privacy reasons. But you are promote, you know, for a speaker or presenter, you are promoting yeah, yourself. I absolutely agree. I'm, I absolutely I'm sure, agree. I'm sure they've got a website. What they don't have any photos of themselves. Yeah. That would be to me if I was a um, an event coordinator, I would want to see who is this person to make sure that they're legitimate. To, to me, it's like well, are I they hiding I behind wanna... something? You know. All of those sort of thoughts would go through my mind if they didn't have any images or even, yeah. you know. Um, I, wanted, I wanted to give three options. Mm. You know, you can do nothing with the egg, but please don't. And that's the default position. It just won't work. You just won't get any followers. So please don't do that. But it is a, an option. The graphic is safe, but a little bit banal. It's a little bit, as you said, hiding out. And the best way to do it is a nice professional photo of you, what you look like now, what people are going to get when they get you speaking. You know, and people go, wow, I really dig that photo. I want to get her at my event. Or, he's look, he looks professional. Yeah, I reckon he'll fit the part. Because you really, people are busy and you've got 15 seconds. I mean, I don't know what exactly, maybe seven. People are going, okay, yeah, good, no worries. I'll have a look at that one. No, no that doesn't ring true. They're looking at hundreds of potential speakers for their keynotes and conferences and these sorts of things. You've got to get them quick. Oh, absolutely. I'm really into this idea of, of creating lots of buzz from the get-go, yeah? It's so, so very important. Let's face it, with busy, busy work schedules, people who are searching for speakers and presenters don't have time to, uh, you know, to, to sift through and then and then to search websites and stuff like that. If they're using Twitter as a resource to be able to, to locate speakers and presenters, if you haven't got uh, a professional photo there, uh, you've probably lost the opportunity. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. have, and, and, and it's a competitive field. And I mean, this is just the reality. I'm not making up making up these stories. I mean, I, I want you to get more gigs. I mean, I want you to get the buzz going. That when so when someone clicks on your Twitter account, they go, "Wow, this person is phenomenal." Let's have a look at a website, or let's go and have a look at his demo reel. And yeah, he, he really is the real deal. Let's get him in. Yeah. And and it's a very subtle, quick process. It might be ten seconds, where people go, "Ah, oh." You know, and, and we've all had that experience. We've gone to a website and go, wow, this guy is good. Oh, oh I thought I, I thought the website would be better than that. Mm, oh, okay, yeah. next. Yeah, absolutely. And you've lost them. 
You don't want to be that ne- that person that uh, they just you know push aside because you don't have uh, a professional bio and a professional photo so Keith let's talk about the 80 20 rule and why this is so important on Twitter really really the 80 20 rule is Twitter 101 I mean it's so important in the in the business world 80% of your time should be spent with and 20% of your clients, you really need to maximise your time. The way I use it in Twitter is that four times out of five, four times out of five, you should be tweeting stuff that's of value to your listeners, to your audience, to your tribe, we call it in Twitter. If you do the reverse, here's me at, here's my stuff, house for rent, buy my book, it's so boring, so tedious, it really links back to the first comment. But I've got a formula now. Rather than just being a generic statement, I've got a formula. If you tweet five times a day or once a day, five days a week, which is typically a a good example of what people are doing, then four of those should be about others. One of those should be about you. I personally do 10 to 1. For every time that I talk about myself, I try to find 10 other useful things that my people, my tribe, my followers want to know that will help out my followers and my friends. And it's a loop. You know, I help Dan Zarella with his blog. He then helps me with my video. I help Social Media Examiner with their podcasts. They retweet my event. It's a circle. Mm-hmm. It's a community. And if you've seen my, bl- my Twitter account, and I really do hope you do follow me because I share lots of stuff. So what's it's your Twitter really account? Easy. We will put it on the resources yeah. and Keith contact. Keller, K-E-I-T-H-K-E-L-L-E-R. One. And I tweet about 10 times a day about stuff related to Twitter and blogging and getting more retweets and how to build up your website and the, the whole online world. Mm-hmm. I personally only do Twitter coaching, but a lot of my friends do the big piece, Pinterest, Google+, Plus, uh, Facebook, and these sorts of things. So I share uh, in the community space, and, uh, and we share each other's stuff. And it's just a, it's a big global circle, that, and because we're all, you, know, you can't really do everything yourself. I mean, it's just too hard, isn't it? Yeah. And so for a speaker then or a presenter, if they're a leadership coach, say perhaps, and this is what they speak on mm-hmm. to really help leaders excel within yeah. a corporation. So if you're thinking about the, the tweet four times helpful information and then once about your presentations or workshops, you might find articles that other people have written about or maybe even they've written about themselves that um, has some really great resource and tips and strategies on leadership or something that is going to support their ideal client and by sharing that you know those that that four times you're being really helpful and then the fifth time they might tweet about their keynote presentation or something like that so that's what you're saying yes well uh, let me play this out as a really cool example speakers often speak in multi-dimensional groups You know, you might speak at an event where there's 10 other speakers. I've done this myself. Uh, Some tele-seminars and tele-summits where there might be 40 speakers in a a cluster over a weekend. So if you tweet other speakers, this is a very good example for speakers. If you speak uh, in a group of 40 and or in a group of 10 and you tweet about the other upcoming speakers on your platform, you'll find that they will tweet about you 
because you're speaking too and they want to help you back. So on one particular day, as I said, I have 30,000 followers, but on one particular day, my tweets as part of this really cool event called the Motivation Marathon, 492,000 people found out about my one-hour segment because a couple of really major players who had spoken before me were really thankful that I tweeted about them. So one particular guy with 210,000 followers who spoke immediately before me tweeted to his 210,000 people, oh, look, stay on the line because Keith's coming up and he's got good stuff about Twitter. Yeah. Had I just said, well, you know, I'll just speak and I'm my own man. I'll just do my own thing. And, you know, I would have lost out on those whole 210,000 people. who, And some of those people probably followed me that day and may even have become clients, you know, subtly down the line. So it's this idea of really getting your head around helping each other. And the format that I use, there's a bit of a formula, four to one, if you can manage it, 10 to one. I mean, I want you to try this and I want you to get back to me and, and, and miracles will happen. It's just amazing the sorts of things that occur when you help each other first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the real essence of Twitter. What is that really? Yeah. Okay, so the, the essence of, of Twitter can be summed up by Gary V in New York. He runs a company called Wine TV, very cool person. He, he uses this analogy in five words, which really I should put on a T-shirt. Give, give, give. Then ask. I mean, I'm, I'm saying the same thing in many ways today because it's so important. Give, 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 then ask. You know, don't go to market with you first. Go to market with some humility to say, look, we're all in this together. Here's my good friend such and such. And then when that person has, uh, you know, had their fill, they will give you the kudos back. And if they don't, just hang out with people who do. I mean, there's plenty of us are doing at this now. And, I mean, I've had this happen. I've had, you know, I've been burnt before and a couple of people don't retweet me or don't help me. You just don't hang out with them anymore. You know, you give them a chance and you, you try it once or twice or ten times sometimes because I just can't help myself. But eventually you just say, look, you know, it's not a backflow here. I mean, I just tweet about you all the time and you never, ever, ever, ever help me out. Mm. So you just stop hanging out with those people. Like I'll give you a really cool example. This happened last night. This happened last night. This is very fresh. I'm working with this really cool actor in the UK who wants to go to America and he's got 1,800 1, followers. And he's thinking, well, you know, that's not very good. Uh, people are th looking at me thinking I'm not very popular. So I said, okay, we'll talk a bit about this this uh, site, Tweet Reach, the idea that really the essence of Twitter is getting lots and lots of retweets, people retweeting your stuff. So I really did a bit of work on this because I was really committed to this project. And within about two hours, 265,000 people saw my tweets about him. Wow. 265,000. <laughs> so... You know, I, I retweeted, there's 30,000. A friend of mine in Philadelphia who's a really cool dude, he's got 200,000 followers. He's got a few friends who have got a couple of hundred thousand followers here and there. And, you know, 265,000 unique people because, we are, you know, we, a lot of us have the same followers. So within about two hours, 265,000 people 
saw the show reels that I was sharing for this friend of mine in the UK to say, look, Damien's just so awesome. You know, really have a look at this show reel. He's, he's you know, he wants to go to America and you, you, we've got to get him there. So he's got 1,800 followers. Had he have thought, well, I'll do this on my own. I'm pretty strong. I'm a man. I'll, I'll do it. You know, I'll do it. Don't, you know, let me go. Then he, all the people would have ever seen, all the people that would have seen it would have been 1,800, maybe a few extra here and there. So this idea of sharing for others has proven benefits. I mean, I've done it a hundred times. I do it every day. Yeah. If you look at any of my tweets, in fact, I often do this. I often say Twitter really works. Such and such reached da 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 today. I'm, you know, I'm working with a, a really cool uh, radio show in Austin, Texas, and on one particular day, seven hundred and thirty-five thousand people saw my tweets about his show. That's fantastic. And are you and using the Tweet Reach tool that you just mentioned that's before? Right. Yeah. It's tweetreach.com and it just basically tells you who's retweeted you and what the collective followership of all of those people together, you know, subtracting all of the followers that are obviously doubled up, because, you know, you and I obviously would have a lot of the same followers, so it won't show up as two separate events. And, uh, you know, my highest score, which I'm very proud of, is 3 million. That, that's a, that doesn't happen every day. I mean, Pink, for instance, is in Australia. She's got 16 million people. Wouldn't it be awesome if Pink retweets me because I'm tweeting about her tour, just yeah. for fun? <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome? Yeah. 16 million people get to see my tweets because tweet, uh, Pink is retweeting me. I'm never going to get 16 million people, not even close. Yeah, yeah. So it's about linking in with the collective wisdom, yeah? So share, share, share is what I call it, but give, give, give. Is what it's so very important. Yeah. So, Keith, I mean, you're a Twitter guru, so you'd be using Twitter a lot every day because that's what you're a specialist and an expert in and, of course, what you teach your clients. But for someone who is a speaker or a presenter, and you mentioned, you know, tweeting five times a day if they can, four mm. times give, 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 and then the other one ask and something about themselves. How long would you say someone should be spending? And I know this is a bit mm. like the question, how long's a piece of string? But really, for anyone to have a really true impact to, to yeah. leverage Twitter, what sort of time would you expect someone yeah. to be spending on Twitter it's on a, good, a daily basis? It's a basis? good question because I, I want to actually build uh, the expectation into the core. You know, I have a phrase about this. I've spoken so many times about this idea. The Twitter, um, the twi the tw uh, Twitter traction needs interaction. I mean, so many people set up an account and go, oh, well, I've got a Twitter account. Oh, I never use it. Nothing's happening. I mean, there it is. I never use it. Nothing's happening. Well, that's what that, those two things are related. So I recommend, and there's actually a couple of key stats here, Brian Solis, S-O-L-I-S, who's, you know, a social media genius, he recommends from a standing start, if you've never done this before, six to nine months of consistent social media effort before you'll make a dent in the, uh, you know, the social media footprint. That's brutal. Wow. I mean, that's really, that's quite depressing, really. But the point is that you can't start today and expect that within a week you're going to have a million followers and everyone's going to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You've got to be consistent, maybe half an hour every day, half an hour every, uh, every couple of days, you know, write a blog once a week or do a video or do a podcast, uh, have something to say. 
and then be consistent, maybe tweet once a day. And there's sites for that. We can talk about that if we have time. Buffer, Hootsuite, it's a really cool site I'm trying at the moment called Gremlin. You know, th- these sites allow you to manage your process because it's a time sink, isn't it? Absolutely. And, but, you know, the things that you're talking about today is really focused, strategic actions. It's not yeah. like this flitting around and not having any purpose. You're actually doing things which you know are going to give you traction. Traction. Interaction yeah. and gives and you traction. Yeah. This is actually the fundamental reason why I love Twitter. The fundamental reason is because you can stat everything. If I send a tweet at 2 a.m. on a Monday morning, L.A. time, I can tell exactly who's retweeted it and what their Twitter handle is, and I can thank them. Absolutely. And I can follow them. And I can go to their website and I can probably contact them. So there's a direct relationship between what I do and the results I get. And if I don't get any retweets at 2 a.m. on a Monday in L.A., I might try 3 p.m. on a Thursday in New York. Or I might try tweeting in Melbourne time because these sites all allow you to tweet in different time zones depending on where your your followers are because it's a global community. I Mm -hmm. live in Melbourne, but all the 9% of my followers live in California. Yeah. More followers in California than the whole of Australia. Does TweetReach allow you to do that too, Keith, as to see what times you are being retweeted at or is there a different resource? No, that's Buffer. So Buffer, uh, and I think Hootsuite allows this too, but Buffer is an awesome app. BufferApp.com. It's just an awesome one-stop shop. I just love that. I think that's my favourite site on the in the Twitterverse. Buffer, B-U-F-F-E-R-A-P-P. It allows you to tweet ahead of time, yeah? Yes. But also it allows you to stat um, who's who's followed you or who's uh, tweeted and retweeted those things. So, if you, for instance, most of my followers, and I, I'd make no apologies for this, but I, I hope you're not too offended, I tweet in the middle of the night when I'm asleep because most of my followers are in L.A. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, when you're awake, I am in bed. <laughs> and, you know, I've tried many times to, you know, Get up in the middle of the night? No. I just can't. The best time for me to tweet is 2 a.m. in the morning Melbourne time. I'm just not awake. I've tried it many times. I just can't last. (laughs) So I try and go to bed as late as I can and get up as early as I can, and there's this middle bit between about 12 and 6 where I just – tweet out a little bit of informational stuff to say, look, I haven't forgotten about you. It's not, it, I, it is the real me, but I'm not tweeting live. Mm. And Buffer allows you to say, well, look, of those tweets that you sent out while you're asleep, which ones were, were hit the mark? You know, and I've found that the, the best time for me to tweet is about 2 a.m. LA time. Sorry, 2 a.m. Melbourne time, which is 9, PM, 9 a.m. LA time. So you've got to honour that. That's why I love social media so much. It's not just throwing mud at the wall and hoping that something's going to happen. You you try something and you stat it. If it works, you do it again. If it doesn't work, you try something else. And after a while, you work out a series of, and this is exactly what we're talking about today, you work out a series of strategies that work time and time again. You go, wow, this is worth talking about. This is worth mentioning. This is worth doing, you know, several times. Yeah. And what we've talked about today is the stuff I've been doing for three years and I've worked it all out into a system. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. So how can people get in contact with you, Keith, if they want to learn more about how you yeah. can assist them? Yeah. So two main ways. I have a website, uh, Keith Keller, K-E-I-T-H-K-E-L-L-E-R.com.au. Remember the A-U because I'm an Aussie and the .com is gone by someone else, another Keith Keller in the world. 
So keithkeller.com.au. All of my resources are there, including a free ebook. Uh, completely free, about 20 pages. A lot of what we've talked about today is in that. And it's a very good start for the process. But if you really dig what we're talking about, I've actually created with Deb Carr in Sydney a three-part video series especially designed for speakers. And that particular website is Twitter for the numeral four, twitterforpresenters.com. It's three videos. It's 97 bucks. Everything I know crammed into three 30-minute videos. And as, as I go on, I learn new things every day. But the point is at that moment in time, I crammed as much as I could into three 30-minute videos. So you can learn on the hop. You, you know, you can learn as you go. And, of course, I also do one-on-ones, and we can talk about that at another time. But the two, the two main sites is keithkeller.com.au for the free ebook. And Twitter for presenters with the numeral four dot com for the three part video series. Fantastic, great stuff, Keith. Now, look, just stay on the line, Keith, because um, I want you to get you get you to give some feedback on today's inspirational tip. Okay, no worries. Now, today's inspirational tip is prospects are engaging with brands online. Are you engaging or are you trying to sell? Avoid the latter. Build relationships first. What do you think about that, Keith? Important? Wow, wow that, that picks up on everything we've said. You know, it's, this idea of engagement, it's, look, it's a big story. It's a big story. A lot of people think about social media that it's a one-way direction. I'll send out a blog post. I'll send out a tweet, I'll send out a, 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 some sort of message, and magic happens. People click on the link and magically buy things. The truth is <laughs> that people engage. Hey, Keith, how you doing? Not bad, bit busy, but how are you? You know, you've got to manage. This is very difficult to do, but it's very essential. You've got to manage that flow between talking to real people in real time with you know, the time restraints that that has, mm-hmm. with the obvious opposite of that, of sending out things neutral, like a robot, which, of course, is very time efficient, but it doesn't work because people want to talk to real people in real time. I mean, am I right there? Am I on the money there, Anne-Marie, do you think? Yeah, well, that's how you build relationships, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You've got to talk to real people. In real time, interaction needs interaction. I mean, it's a fantastic synergy there. That that quote with what we've t- chatted about before. It just it just maps perfectly over it, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Keith. Uh, as usual, you have just given so many resources, so many tips and strategies to really help us build our visibility and credibility. And as speakers and presenters, I think it's just so very important to have uh, you know that solid process and knowing what to do and and what to avoid because as we said at the beginning of the call so many speakers and presenters are unfortunately doing it wrong which they're tarnishing their brand and and unfortunately not getting opportunities to to speak and present so thanks once again for coming on the show Keith you're very welcome you're very welcome 
Now, to everybody that's listening today, if this is your very first time that you're joining us, that welcome. It's such an honor that you've uh, spent the last uh, 20 or 30 minutes with us. If you haven't already subscribed to our iTunes channel, go ahead and do that because every week we are interviewing guest experts just like we did today with Keith on how you can build a successful business if you're an ambitious entrepreneur. And while you are over on Twitter, why not uh, give us a rating of the show? Tell us what you liked about it and what you'd like to hear further. And of course, you can leave a comment on these couple of uh, ways to connect 039-708-6930 if you're within Australia 520-777-9610 if you're within the US and of course if you're listening for anywhere in the world you can send a voice message by clicking to the right of the screen if you're on our show blurb if you're on the show page and uh, just leave a message and we'll be happy to uh, answer the question or you know plan a show around what topics you want us to uh, talk about in the future So again, everyone, have a fantastic week and we'll catch you same time next week. Bye for now, everyone. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.